No, I think I said a lot of... I think we both said a lot of good things in the past podcast. There was something I wanted to say, and then I forgot it, right? Yeah, you even told them, tune in next time for me to share me to save it for next time. And then I I forgot. I didn't write it down. Um, We were talking about how in order to have a conversation, you have to, like, you have to have some confidence in yourself yeah you just gotta do it i think we were talking about closing the gap right Mm -hmm. closing the social distance i think that our last point was just doing it though right and just putting yourself out there and having courage have courage what i thought of um recently was like we talked about what we would like to get out of conversations right uh, I tend to find that that people that I talk to or most people in in their relationships with other people they tend to look for one of two things uh, the first one is being understood or the second mm-hmm. one is seeking to understand mm. okay and um, is this is this new to you? Have you? I mean, I honestly don't think anything is like new to me, but I like the way you put that. Well, let me know? let me er- elaborate a little bit. Uh, I think especially at the point that we are in life, where uh, not to be condescending or anything, but like as adolescents, like as people in in the stage where we aren't considered independent individuals Mm -hmm. um your your life can be your internal life like the internal processes that your mind goes through can be pretty turbulent uh remember that thing we said about pathfinding Mm -hmm. i think in some cases pathfinding is more direct than others in some cases um you intentionally go out of your way to participate in conversations where you might find more about yourself or others mm-hmm. um so do you think the majority of the people our age have conversation to be understood or to understand others uh it's a mixed bag really um it really depends on you know what what kind of stigma stimulus you're looking for uh-huh. right? um for example it, let's say that you feel that your entire life you've lived you've lived a sheltered life and now you're encountering new people um then obviously your reaction is to seek to understand mm-hmm. and then be understood right uh, unfortunately, not all situations are that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, uh, that your family situation is kind of poor. Rocky. Rocky, right? Or let's say that, um, you are, you have been surrounded in your life by people who tend to label you or, uh, make assumptions about your, your uh, you know, psychology or your behavior. Mm-hmm. 
uh, when you feel that it is that that is wrong or that is a wrong thing then you will seek to be understood mm-hmm. you will seek to in a conversation try to guide the other person into hel- helping you break down those mm-hmm. uh those barriers that other people have set up around you mm-hmm. right um the other side of that would be uh seeking to understand right um let me think about that for a little bit seeking to understand is a little bit like um well first we have to talk about in what situations do we seek to understand in what situations do we uh try to know about the other person more um i think for me i usually am co- go into a conversation with the attitude of um i'm here trying to understand something if i'm talking to someone who i know i have something i can learn from you know so if it's someone who like i don't know if it's like a teacher or a pastor or if it, even if it's a friend but like i know that that friend has pretty significant ideas that like i want to learn more about then i go into that conversation um wanting to understand um another thing that might happen is if i'm confused about someone like i'm like dude why did you do that like just i mean sometimes it could be judgmental sometimes it's just like purely out of curiosity like, i just want to know why you decided to say that or what's going on through your head when you decide to do that that's when i go in trying to understand which i think is what a lot of people do i think those are a lot of um basic things but um in conversations where i want to be understood i think it's a matter of if there's something that i need to get off my chest if there was miscommunication and i can i can sense that there's something that i need to untangle um within our relationship then obviously i'll go into that saying like hey hear me out like before we do any discussing about the situation i just want you to hear my side of the story and i think that's really important actually um to hear both sides of the story with no interruption from the other person is a really effective way to solve uh miscommunication or conflicts i think such. a situation in which uh most people seek to understand is when they have in the past uh been through uh, lots of scenarios where they are in conversations who seek to be understood mm-hmm. um to be honest with you seeking to understand or wanting to be understood it's it's characteristic of some like Well, uh let me put it this way. See when you feel like y- you have to be understood. Mm-hmm. When that point comes and you you had a conversation and you you think, "Oh, they under they get it now. Mm-hmm. They understand me." Then um there's like that sense of satisfaction, right? Mm-hmm. Similarly, when you seek to understand and you're finally you think you're getting a hold of this person's psyche. Mm-hmm. 
there's also an element of satisfaction there too mm-hmm. right? i do it does make me think a little that maybe um seeking to be understood comes before seeking to understand for a lot of people i think it's easier for people to talk about um themselves obviously and um to talk about what they think about and why they think about those things then for them to sit and listen um to someone talk about why they do things you know so i think for some people um it might be a matter of um i can't come into this conversation thinking i want to like understand you before you understand me you know i think that uh it's like i think the reason why people uh seek to be understood first Mm -hmm. is because in order to understand other people you have to have a frame of reference Mm -hmm. right and how do you know how anybody else feels better than you know how you feel Mm -hmm. most um if you have a, an understanding of yourself in a way that is in like a stable or um, objective or any sort of any manner that prevents um, some sort of destability mm-hmm. in your life, then it becomes much easier to um, make judgment calls or um, be able. It's it's an empathy thing, mm-hmm. right? It's an empathy thing. I cannot understand another person if I have not had a similar experience, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when, when someone is, when someone's opens up to you, if you don't have an experience where you're like, oh, yeah, no, I get that, mm-hmm. then there, it's not being well communicated, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think also in a situation where, let's say, there was a conflict between two people and you were sitting down and having a conversation to resolve that conflict... Um, I think trying to be understood is probably a good first place to start that conversation because um, I think it's really important to hear both sides of the story. Obviously, this is a very cliche thing um, that is known, but I don't think it's done as much as it should be. Um, So at the beginning of that conversation, it's like I have my time for you to understand me. And now it's your turn for me to for like, you know, I'm saying like. It, let's say it was between us, right? Mm-hmm. Then it, first, we should start with both of us trying to get the other person to understand each other, you know? And then once we know what that other person was going through, then we can both sit down and be like, okay, now let's understand each other and go through what happened and untangle the tiny little knots or the big knot, what, whatever, you know? I, well, first of all, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um I think that in the case where there are people who seek to be understood and people who seek to understand, that doesn't en- that's not like a 50-50 where en- mm-hmm. it encompasses the whole population. Um, obviously, there are some people who neither seek to understand or feel the need to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most of the time, conversations where... Um, where people op- see, who seek to be understood go into a conversation with that goal in mind, uh, if that conversation is done with a person who is not seeking to understand, mm-hmm. uh, it might not yield the same 
r- results. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean, of course, that that person is not an understanding person. Mm-hmm. It just it just means that um, it just means that that person isn't. They have different goals mm-hmm. in the beginning of the conversation, you know. Um, l- if we flip it around, if there's a person who is seeking to understand mm-hmm. another person, mm-hmm. and that person is, we'll we'll say that they're neutral, mm-hmm. right? Um, then the person th- who's seeking to understand, or the person they're talking to. The person who's talking to okay. is neutral. They're okay. neither um, seeking to understand or uh-huh. feeling the need to be understood. Then it's the same way, uh-huh. right? The pe- the person who wants to understand them might not, um, you know, get the full the full package that they're looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So, oh, what I'm trying to lead into is that conversation must have an element of reciprocation. Mm-hmm. There has to be con- contribution from both sides, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess you could say. It's not just conversation. That's pretty much uh, the workings of a relationship, right? Yeah. Because uh, the conversation is just the verbal interaction, which is the fruit of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, well said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, uh, wh- Stefan, why are you doing this podcast? Mm-hmm. It's a conversational podcast. This I, I said this before, right? Mm-hmm. It's a conversational podcast. I'd like so to know, learn more, right? This subject yeah, is I can tell inevitable. some people more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like a. Do you ever have like weird fever dream thoughts that just pop up and they're super like like a super distorted part of your personality that just pops up every once in a while in a single sentence? Uh, very rarely. Okay, <laughs> that sounds kind of weird. Let me explain to okay. you. Okay. What happened to me was I was sitting in, in that chair, uh-huh. right? I was looking out mm-hmm. over the backyard, and I was thinking about my life philosophy. Wow. Which I won't disclose at this point. I don't know if... For personal reasons. We shouldn't reasons. be disclosing that stuff, yeah. But I was thinking, one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is so that I don't have to talk about these things again. So, so it's like memorabilia. Once, is that I, what it is? well, memorabilia? let me tell you, I, I used to have this idea that I was super smart, right? Uh-huh. I, I used to have this thought that I could, I have things to say to people mm-hmm. that would take me forever to say. I think you used to exude s- that kind of energy. Like too. if we sat down together in a conversation, it would take me literally years For them to, to understand. tell you everything uh-huh. that I have going on in my mind. Uh-huh. Uh, instead of doing that, I can just record everything I'm saying and uh-huh. say it now. And just put it away. And so I don't have to do it ever again. Mm. It's the weirdest fever so dream So would you say this is kind of like this is kind of like a diary for you? A diary, more than a I, well, like a journal, right? Mm-hmm. J- like an entry of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's the difference between a diary and a journal? Well, you? a diary is more like a diary. The subject of a diary is your daily life. Mm-hmm. The subject of a journal can be uh, like more specific. You can have a, a journal on you know, seashells, like different uh-huh. types of uh-huh. seashells. Uh-huh. You can have a journal on um, experimental methods of making glass from different types of sand, right? <laughs> okay. So 
seashell journals. <laughs> chaos. <laughs> I killed Absolute it, I chaos. I killed it. That was whack. <laughs> so is this your, is no, this your well, journal? Is this podcast your journal? This podcast is like... It's a way to get the things that I'm thinking out of my head so that I... So that if I ever have to say them again, it won't take me the effort of saying it. Mm-hmm. So would you say that you're it's less entitled now? Less entitled? Oh, you mean self-entitled? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And was that because... Of, like, was this changed, like, very recently, or is it... Very recently? Yeah, within the last year. Mm. I'm stupid, dude. <laughs> when did you realize that you're stupid? I, no, like, I, I just... When did that hit you that you're not as smart as because you think you Because it hit are? me like academically speaking, anybody can be smart. Uh-huh. Anybody can be uh-huh. smart academically speaking. Of course, there are different ranges of how people retain information, uh-huh. like, right? And even on that side, objectively speaking, I, I'm on the higher end. Uh-huh. The way I live my life is so dumb <laughs> that it just negates everything. You know, I else. think I okay, no, I think whenever Stefan and I argue, I always bring this up. I'm like, I'm like, Stefan, you know that but like the due time okay let's know? move away from this okay this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> do you feel attacked <laughs> yeah actually but, okay i'm sorry okay <coughs> let's swerve uh, shall we yeah we were talking about how conversation is an extension of the relationship that you have between people mm-hmm. um in terms of uh new relationships uh having new conversations is also inevitable right Mm -hmm. Um, and i think during those new conversations that's when the whole understand me part is very prominent right yeah because especially when you're establishing that kind of new relationship you are obviously both seeking to be uh, on good terms with one another Mm -hmm. um in order to do that you have to understand one another Mm -hmm. so that means seeking to understand and feeling the need to be understood Mm. so that makes me think more like rather than i'm someone who wants to be understood and like rather than oh i'm someone who's more like i want to understand you i think those could be put more towards stages in a conversation right or like even stages in a relationship uh when i when i introduced those topics i really meant like personality wise Mm -hmm. that personality wise people have a tendency to feel Mm -hmm. more like they have to understand or they have to be understood yeah yeah i think it it does it it matters though what the topic is Mm -hmm. if if you for some reason feel really guilty about liking this niche group of jazz fusion Mm -hmm. and suddenly someone discovers it yo you like Bad, bad, not good, featuring Sour Soul. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, but like it's a good album. Like, you know, it's a good. Hey, Bad, Bad, Not Good is a really. You don't know who Sour's. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Or. Or. It's or what? Are you are you portraying the two different personalities when it comes to that, like being? No, I'm saying that it, it depends on the subject. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. It depends on the subject. Um. The or would be like if you don't care about. Or would be like, oh yeah, I guess they're okay. Well, let's say that my personality type is, um, I'm, 
a jazz aficionado gatekeeper okay. who thinks that Stevie Wonder is overrated, uh-huh. but Bad Bad Not Good is the next generation's big thing. Uh-huh. So I like Bad Bad Not Good's album featuring Sour Soul, um, but I don't really have an interest in Songs in the Key of Life, the album by Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. which is totally false, by the way. Uh, it's actually the opposite. I thought that Sour Soul's rapping dropped off midway through the Okay, album. can we... <laughs> <laughs> can we Stevie not? W- anyways, so if someone brings up Stevie Wonder, then suddenly you're neutral, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're suddenly neutral because you don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's the opposite. You don't know that much about Stevie Wonder. You know? Oh, well, tell me more about Stevie Wonder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it depends on the, the topic. Mm-hmm. But in general, people may or may not have more or less things that they feel the need to understand or feel the need to be understood about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should talk about our personalities on our this podcast personalities? once. Yeah. Like, take the MBTI together and talk about well, you why and we chose we, the we know our MBTI. We know our MBTI, but I want to know, like, what you chose for the questions, you know? <laughs> there was a mosquito. That was bug encounter number two. <laughs> Dude, we're filming. We're recording outside today because I don't know. Stefan wanted to do it. It's, it's kind of hot, yeah, hot in our garage. Okay, I hate this hot weather. Like two days ago was perfect nap weather where it was like sunny but not hot. Today was like I was having like fever dreams. Like I was going in and out of my dream and like I literally had a dream where I was laying on that couch I was sleeping on, and like I Nate kept like stomping upstairs. I don't know if this is real, but he kept stomping it's 100% upstairs. Real. Okay, <laughs> he was stomping upstairs, so I, I couldn't tell if he was in my dream or not, but I kept yelling at, like, Oma. I was like, Oma, make Sonyun stop. Tell Sonyun to stop. And then, like, but he kept going. And so I, like, I woke up on the couch again. I also had a dream that I was crying because I was upset that I couldn't go to Korea. And my mom was like, no, you're going to go in, like, six months. And I was like, what? That's Are impossible. you saying that this all happened in, like, one day? Like, in the span of one? Yeah, in one nap. Series of... Yeah. Ins and outs. Yeah. Kind of crazy. I'm a crazy dreamer. What can I say? Are if you, you couldn't tell by dreamer? our first podcast. I think my dreams are pretty crazy. My dreams are like really... I mean, I just remember my dreams really well. Do you write down your dreams? Okay. I kid you not. I did not write... Okay. I did not write my dreams down, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Okay. Uh, I was planning on having a conversation with um, my composer friend the other day. It ended up and and uh, it ended up not happening because I think we both took a nap at like the same time, okay. and then we like f- we forgot to call each other. Uh-huh. During that nap, I was t- so nervous about having to wake up on time in order to call him that I had literally had a dream where he texted me to get on Club Penguin and meet at the same location in Club Penguin <laughs> so that we could have a voice chat. No, I have dreams like that, too. That was so dumb. I have dreams, like, in the morning especially. So if I need to wake up at, like, 10.45, then I set my alarm to 10.30 sometimes. Or more, it's like this. I need to wake up at 10.30. I wake up at 10.30. My alarm goes off, but I'm like, no, I can sleep for 15 more minutes. So I put my alarm for 15 more minutes. But while I'm dreaming, in my dream, I keep waking up to check the time. But I'm still sleeping. Actually, it's been harder to... I know exactly what day it is all the time, but I have no idea what time it is anymore. Like, I, I wake up because my alarm <clears throat> rings. It's 620. Mm-hmm. But when I get up, for some reason, it's 8. Like, <laughs> why does that happen? Why does that happen to me? I, no, you know what? And I also think, like, 
the time I take naps is really crucial to like if I know what time of day it is because I usually take naps from like three to five, right? But today I took a nap from like one to three and I woke up so disoriented. I was like, I feel like it should be five o'clock, but it's only three. I also once took a nap from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I was so confused because I was like, why am I doing this? It's literally 9 p.m. Why am I taking a nap now? Do you do that? Do you take like late night naps? No, never. Yeah, it was very out of the ordinary and I was so confused. No, I just get like super anxious about waking up. No. Waking up is stressful. Especially I because like online about classes, up. like there's no... Why'd you... <laughs> Why'd you sigh so loud? <laughs> My mom is... My mom is listening. <laughs> My mom is listening through the screen, the screen door, <laughs> or screen window, window screen. Do you, do you talk to people in your dreams? Of course, I I have dreams of texting my friend, and, and it's always the same friend, and he knows this too, because I always wake up, because I have a friend that I always text about my dreams, um, and I have dreams where when I have those crazy dreams, in my dream I wake up to text him. And then I send it, go back to sleep, and then when I wake up, I actually wake up in real life. So I'm really confused as to whether I like. I'm like, did I, did I text him about this dream yet or what? Oh, I didn't send streaks. You do streaks? I I've been trying recently. You <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I had to text Emma about it. I was like, how do you do streaks? She was like, just send one snap you just, every day. You didn't day. know how to do streaks? No, because I is there like a formula or like a like how do they work? You know? And you then just, you she just was just send like, streaks every day to each I other. Just, you just send a picture. Just snap. You know what? Can we talk about annoying streak habits? Uh, if you're right going to do streaks, like... okay, don't put the freaking, don't draw an S on your picture. Why not? Because that's just like, How this picture is just a streak. How else are they going to know that it's just a streak? Well, if you have a streak with someone, then they know that the picture that you're sending them is a streak. Like, the thing is, my thing about it is like, why is it, why are streaks so significant that there needs to be a different format of taking pictures to send streaks? Like, why can't it just be like, well, maybe you're sending them a Snapchat. Okay, what? Like, I send my people, I send my streak people the randomest <laughs> things in my life because I'm like, I want to give you some content. But people, sometimes, like, some people just send a black screen with a different colored S on it every day. I'm like, this is boring. Why am I doing streaks with you if you're doing it like this? Or they just send a blank screen. I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm doing streaks with you because I want to have streaks with you. I'm not doing streaks to get blank pictures of your screen with a red S on it every day. Please jazz it up, yeah? So as you can see, this is an example of uh, an element of conversation in which Tiffany feels that she needs to be understood. <laughs> Whereas I was totally neutral during that entire thing. Uh, as your regular neutral reply would be, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than okay. I did not seek to understand this conversation. Also, point. okay is a really awkward thing to say in the middle of a conversation. Well, yeah, uh, sure. I kind of do it a lot. No, but it's it's different how you say okay. Well, it's like if you say okay, okay, like okay, then that's fine. But if you're just like <laughs> feet Eddie, okay, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say after that? Well, because it's different. It's not like there's okay where like it's expressing disinterest, and mm -hmm. it's okay where you're just expressing like affirmation that you understand mm -hmm. what they told you but even when you do that too if you're talking to someone and then you're they're like oh Oma, are you gonna bang the thing really loud do it she said yes do it you want to no. she said no oh she shook her head <laughs> our mom got mad at me <laughs> or not mad at me but mad at stefan 
Or, like, it wasn't really mad, but after she listened to our random podcast, she comes up to Steph and she's like, yeah, you didn't edit my voice out of the podcast. (laughs) We're like, mom, it was good. She goes, no, I feel exposed, but all in Korean. I'll do it for you. Ready? No, no, no. It's okay. (laughs) I I would prefer that you not. Also, it's past 30 minutes, so you are. No, it's it's actually exactly 30 minutes now. Well, it will be in, like, two seconds. Say goodbye. Bye. Na 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 na. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>